huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. The Pickett County Lady Bobcats take command in District 7-1A. The Jackson County Blue Devils run up against the top district foe, and the Upperman Lady Bees take on Livingston in a top five matchup. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. Well, thankfully, Old Man Winter cooperated, and we got a week full of high school basketball under our belts this week. Now, we may not be as fortunate moving forward in the next few days, but we've got a lot to talk about. Good morning, and welcome to the High School Playbook, coming to you live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Tom Duggan this morning for the Playbook. Lots to talk about, plenty of scores, uh, district play well underway now, a lot of big district matches over the course of this past week, plenty to talk about with their coaches this morning. First of all, we'll hit the scoreboard from Friday night. Abby Head gets 19 points, Hallie Buford with 16, Clay County gets a win over Gordonsville, 72-47. to the Cookville Lady Cavaliers, they remain undefeated on the season. Now 19-0, Cookville ranked number two in the state in the 4A classification. Cassie Gallagher with 19 points. K.K. Graves with 13. Cookville over Lebanon, 64-58 on Friday night. Emory Barragona reached 1,000 points for her high school playing career. Cumberland County gets a win over DeKalb County last night, 59-36. We'll be joined by DeKalb County Head basketball coach Danny Fish during the program this morning. York Institute with 15 points from Gabby Beatty. They knock off Jackson County in their first district game of the season, 56-30, the final score on Friday. Livingston Academy in a big top five matchup in Class 3A and District 7-3A in particular. Nine players scoring with Keaton Webb leading the way with nine points. Livingston 43, Opperman 38 on Friday night. Sequatchie County downs Monterey 56-39. Lindsey Wright with 18 points in the loss for Monterey. It was Pickett County over Red Boiling Springs 50-27. Ella Kate Keesling with 14 points. Allie Ambonette adds 11. We'll talk to Pickett County coach Brent Smith a little later on in the program. Also last night in a top 10 matchup of teams in Class 4A, Coffee County gets the better of Warren County down in McMinnville 54-40. And it was White County bouncing back from a tough loss to Livingston on Tuesday with a win over Bacon County, 76-35. to On the boys' side of the ledger, Grant Strong went for 37 points last night. Clay County tops Gordonsville, 62-54. to A big shootout in Cookville last night. Josh Hurd with 26 points. DJ Potts Hurd adds 20. Dante Potts Hurd with another 16 points. But Cookville comes up just short against the very talented Lebanon team, 83-81, the final score last night. Cole Torres has 29 points. Jackson Inman adds 28. Cumberland County over to Cab County, 76-70. Nick Smith with 17 points to lead York Institute past Jackson County, 62-55. It was Hayden Ledbetter with 18 points to lead Livingston Academy past Opperman, 52-47. Rex Davis with 15 points in the loss for the Bees. Silas Randolph has 20 points, but it wasn't enough for Monterey as they fall at Sequatchie County, 51-49. 
Pickett County with a victory over Red Boiling Springs last night, 62-42, as Zach Aminette puts in 21 points. Van Buren County over Bledsoe County, 55-52. It was Coffee County over a shorthanded Warren County team, 50-28. We'll talk to Coach Chris Sullins about that game for the Warren County Pioneers last night. And White County all over Macon County last night by the final count of 74 to 25. We start things off this morning. Let's talk a little Cookville basketball. As we mentioned, the Cookville Cavaliers had Lebanon on their home floor last night. Lost in a shootout 83-81 to because Joshua Hurd joining us via telephone on the playbook this morning. Coach, it looked like it was a shootout last night. How did it all play out in the final moments of last night's game? Yeah, you know, it's just one of those deals where, you know, you want to be patient. You want to take good shots. And, you know, we, we kind of we, we kind of did, did the negative side of both of those deals. You know, we uh, we turned the ball over a couple of times. You know, we had some open looks and we, you know, we didn't take them. And then we tried to, you know, pass the ball out when we didn't need to pass it out. And, and you know, turn the ball over there and, you know, just just inexperience, you know, and and you know, like I told the boys after the game, you know, it's 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 better that we're getting this lesson now, uh, and not in the you know district tournament or the region tournament, you know. So, you know, it's just just a lesson learned, you know, for us. You know, we're we're very young. I, I know that, and uh, and we just we just let that kind of get the best of us last night in the last two minutes. Being a young team, and as you mentioned, you kind of get that inconsistency that comes with it. But what about uh, the youth on your basketball team? Are you starting to see that that's really starting to impress you? Yeah, I mean, just just the nature of how we play as as tenth graders. You know, we would play physical, and you know, majority of our games that we play against people, you know, they're all juniors and seniors, and you know, we're battling, we're staying with them, and and you know, like I said, you know, we. We just let we just let our inexperience pop up at, at the worst time, you know. But you know, but for us to get up 12 points, you know, we're up 12, 14 points, in, you know, three minutes, and we and we and we made that lead just by us playing hard and getting after the ball and playing smart, um, you know. So it's something to build on. Looking at that Lebanon team, a team that came in, I believe, with 15 wins, maybe 15 and three, something like that, coming in. What, what did you see of them on film that made them seem like they may be a tough, tough matchup for your Cookville team? Well, you know, just 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 their size. You know, they got a six seven, six eight kid down there. He's really a guard. You know, he's really tough, very athletic. You know, he's probably one of the best players that we've played against all all year. Um, and then their quick guards. You know, up top. You know, we we knew number two could shoot the ball. Um, and, you know, we knew how fast, you know, him and number three were. Um, so, you know, it, it, we knew it was going to be a tough matchup. But, you know, all along we always felt that we, you know, we always think that we're, we're, the, we're the best team on the court, you know, because our matchups is just as worse for people. You know, we have, you know, we have 6'5 six, six and 6'4 six and 6'3 six and 6'6. Six six and, you know, so we can, we can do those things too, you know. It's just, you know, it's just – Two good teams playing each other, and, you know, and one just had to lose. Josh Hurd last night, 26 points. DJ Potts Hurd with 20. Dante Potts Hurd, I believe, 16 points, maybe eight assists in that game. Uh, three great performances from these three young men. Coach, talk about their performances on court last night. Well, you know, you know, we, we, we kind of talked, you know, about this before the game, about, you know, just, you know, our key players just have to show up and play harder from here on out. Uh, just because of the level of competition that we're going to be playing night in and night out, and 
you know, I, I thought Dante did did a great job. You know, I, you know, I, I know he's he's got a bright future, and you know, I know he's been dealing with some injuries. You know, this whole year he's still not 100% because of the shoulder, and and uh, you know, he's had some knee issues too that kept him out uh, in the beginning of the of the season. But you know, he's you know he's he's starting to come into his own now. You know, he's he's starting to get back to where he you know he can be. Um, just his effort, his scoring, and, and his passing, you know, was was big for us, you know, especially in that earlier fourth quarter and, you know, in that second quarter as well. Just, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, in the first quarter, just, just being aggressive, you know, getting some hand ones. Um, you know, DJ, you know, he's always been shooting the ball. So, you know, we, we, we know he can knock down open shots, and we just got to be able to, to get him the ball in, in position, you know. So, you know, I'm happy for those those three guys. You know, they're just they're doing what they need to do. They're doing what they know they they're capable of. You know, we're just gonna need we're just gonna need to finish out ball games the same way uh, as we're playing it throughout the game. You know, and, and we'll be fine. Cookville head coach Josh Hurd, our guest on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you know, you and I talked early in the season. The team just wasn't really performing up to your expectations. You seemed to really come together. I think at uh, Panama City Beach, you had a great run there during the Christmas break. Are you seeing a more consistent level on the whole from this basketball team and, and maybe living up to that uh, expectation that uh, you were lacking early in the season? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're making progress. We're still not there yet. You know, we still, you know, even, you know, we still make some mistakes that we just shouldn't be making, you know, even early in that ball game. just on the defensive side, you know, we're, we're just, we're just not focusing in. You know, we've got we've got some kids who are just not mentally there all all, all the time. So, and and we got We've been talking about that. We've been working with them, and so we just got to focus in on that and just um, make sure we don't have those letdowns on the defensive side. You know, when you know we have four people playing playing during their job, and then we have you know one person that may fall asleep or you know, and the ball always finds that that weak link, as I've always told the players. You know, so. You know, and and it's not just one one person. You know, it, it kind of rotates in how we have that that letdown on defense, and that's the one thing that we we're trying to fix. You know, our offense. You know, us scoring 80 points. You know, and uh, shooting the ball the way we shot the ball. You know, I've always known we can do that. We've always talked about that. You know, we do shooting drills all the time, and and the numbers that we put up in our shooting drills are are, are outstanding. You know, so. Um, so I, I know we're capable of that. The biggest thing for us is just to make sure that, you know, we, we've had letdowns in half court that, that this just can't happen. So, you know, um, yes, we are getting better. And, yes, you know, we saw a little bit of that spurt last night of that effort that we've had. Um, but we're going to need to just do that every single game, you know. And, you know, once we get to that level, and, you know, and it doesn't matter if you're a 10th grader or 11th grader. It doesn't matter. You know, you playing hard and being alert um, the whole time on the court, and that's just something that, that just comes with being a true basketball player. So we're going to have to get that. Wild game last night. Cookville falls to 11 and 83-81. Coach Josh Hurd of the Cookville Cavaliers are guests on the high school playbook. Mount Julia coming up on Tuesday. Coach, we wish you the best of luck. You and the Cavaliers moving forward. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. More to come on the playbook this morning. We'll talk with Upperman head basketball coach Dana McWilliams at the bottom of the hour live from Chick-fil-A. Up next is Pickett County girls basketball coach Brent Smith. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. 
The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Upper Cumberland's high school players and coaches gather here. The Pickett County Lady Bobcats had two games on the road against two of the top six teams in the state in the 1A classification. Tough games, of course, but for Pickett County, no problem. Coach Brent Smith joining us via telephone this morning. Coach, two big district wins this week, six wins in a row overall. How proud of you right now are you of the way your Lady Bobcats are playing? Uh, extremely. You know, we went on the road uh, both with top ten AP poll uh, wins this week. And, uh, you know, I don't uh, – I thought we played well. Uh, still got a lot of improvement to do. But, uh, you know, anytime you go on the road in the tough district that we're in, and, and get to win, it was a great week for us. Let's go back to Tuesday night before you address last night's game because you do go on the road, and the state rankings came out at the, the first of the week. And, and, my goodness, 7-1-A has got four of the five teams ranked in the top six of the state. That's crazy. Pickett being number four, Clark Range being number two. Going to Clark Range is always tough. Coach, what was your team able to do there to get that big win? Well, just, you know, the thing about it is, you know, we hadn't won. Uh, we've kind of struggled up there on the road. Uh, and just, um, you know, we, we were down six and a half. And, uh, you know, just kind of you know, didn't feel like we played really well. We missed a bunch of, um, you know, easy shots. I guess maybe nerves. And, and then uh, second half, we just kind of, you know, just kind of got our groove. And we kind of changed just a couple of things. Not the major, but just started making shots. And, uh Anytime you make shots, you know, and shoot it well, you, it looks like you play a lot better. Last night's game, you give up 27 points, which would indicate you had a great defensive performance last night. Was that the case? Yeah, you know, and, and we played that actually the second time we played. We've held them to 27 and 28 points. And, um, you know, we, we kind of have to – it's not the way we really – it's not really a fun way to play, but it's the way we have to play. Uh, they're a really good free-throw shooting team and just uh, – Really concentrating on keeping them off the free throw line. They especially got a, you know, a Fleming kid that that's really can score. And you know they had played Clark Range and actually, you know, upset them, you know, the night before. So and and she had had uh, 18 the first half. So you know, and we held her to eight. We've held her to eight and seven. And that's anytime you can do that to, to a really good player, you got a chance to win. And 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 I, you know, I just you know they didn't shoot it well. And, and uh, you know we didn't necessarily shoot it great either, but. Uh, you know, when you, anytime you can get a, like I say, you get a win uh, 20-plus points to a top-10 team, you, you've done something. Especially when you go out on the road and get that as well. Coach, we talked about the youth of your basketball team, and I know they're growing up as the season goes along. What is it you feel like about this young group that, that really stands out, that really makes them special, and especially moving forward with some of these big wins that they've had? Well, I just think more than anything, Tom, it's just chemistry. They've kind of figured out their roles and uh, Know, accepted the roles and you know and, and you know anytime you can do that you know and you're happy in that role I think that's that's kind of what's got us in gear here a little bit but uh, you know we've still got a lot of tough games to play uh, we've got you know uh, a lot of tough games coming up this week we've just we've had a three-game stretch counting if you count Tuesday coming um, you know you know on the road all three of them are going to be on the road so you know after we can we've got two of them uh, we've won two of them if you know if we can you know somehow you know Maybe getting nothing on Tuesday would be huge for our program. Coach Brent Smith of the Pickett County Lady Bobcats are our guest this morning on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, a big week for Ella K. Keesling. She's been one of your 
leaders on the floor this week. What is it about her basketball game that uh, maybe she is elevated to uh, to kind of step into a prominent role for your basketball team? Well, she's just shooting it confident. I mean, she's catching, shooting. You know, she's a. Uh, you know, I think uh, in the Clark Range games, I think she had either three or four uh, threes in the fourth quarter, uh, and uh, you know, she's she's accepted that, and and she's really shooting it with confidence. Shot it well last night as well, but what. Uh, what most people don't understand, she's also guarding the best player on the other team uh, most of the time. So, you know, she's doing a dual role for us, and uh, you know, she's um, she, she can step to that. But now, she's really shot it well, like I said again last night, and and uh, Tuesday night as well. Just, uh, you know, I guess just confidence right, more than anything. If you've had one or two players that have really stepped up of late that that you've really noticed, who might that be? Well, you know. Um, you know, we've had a, a pretty consistency from Shayla Wood, our only senior. But uh, at least freshmen, sophomores have started uh, stepping up. I know, uh, you know, Allie uh, Amnett shot the ball well last night. She's kind of one of those kids that uh, we call her a, you know, just a ball magnet. She's always kind of around the ball. And, and uh, you know, our freshmen have also, you know, we got Emmy Lowe, which is kind of accepted. You know, she's our point guard. And, you know, we've kind of... You know, early in the year, we kind of got off page a little bit. You know, she, it, it's different coming from junior high to high school. And, and uh, she's going to have to be more prominent in these bigger games than she has been. These big games we've won, she's been more of a, of a uh, more assertive offensively. And, you know, she can she can do some really good things. And, you know, also our other our, – only our, our freshman post player, Callie Readers, has really done some good stuff for us. I mean, she had one game, she had 22 uh, rebounds. So, I mean – you know, we're rebounding it well, just you know, just doing some things like that. But things that don't also always show up big in, in the uh, scorebook. The Lady Bobcats have beaten the number two and the number six team in the state this week. Coach, as you mentioned, you go to Clay County Tuesday. Uh, they're the number five team in the state, so why not go on the road and make it to trifecta, I guess, as uh, you get ready well, for Clay County. What do you expect from them? Man, they're going to – you know, they've got, they, they're just a team that's uh, in the last couple of years just uh, – just expect to win, and, and you know, you go on the road there. It's a tough place to play. And, uh, you know, they've, they've got a, they've got a lot of talent, and uh, you know, the thing about it is, uh, you know, they got the state tournament, got in the, in the semifinals state tournament last year, and, and they're still, I guess, you know, uh, really off that confidence of that. So, um, you know, that'll be a challenge for us as well. Um, you know, we have, we only have, believe it or not, only have about four, you know, halfway through our, our conference season here, and you know, we've got. After hopefully after Tuesday we'll have our road games will pretty well well will be done. So um, you know we've got that stretch you know a tough stretch and you know anytime you can we've already got two of them and hopefully we will get one more it'd be huge for our program. Coach Brent Smith of the Pickett County Lady Bobcats our guest this morning on the high school playbook six wins in a row. Coach, good luck keeping it rolling Tuesday night at Clay County. Yes, sir. Thank you. Top nine for the Jackson County Blue Devils as they're at home against a good York Institute team and uh, fell 62-55. to Coach Kevin Thomas of the Jackson County Boys Program joining us via telephone this morning. Coach, that's a good York program. What was it about the Dragons that gave your team some problems last night? Well, I just, uh, you know, they're a tough matchup there with with Smith. But uh, I tell you what, their two guards uh, made some shots there down the stretch in the late in the game that uh, really hurt us. We uh, had uh, they had two kids make. Uh, I think one kid had two, three. One had uh, one there late in the game. It really kind of separated the game a little bit. When you're defending Nick Smith, he, he seems like he would be such a tough matchup. How do you go about trying to game plan against him? 
Well, you know, we just, uh, uh, you know, we try to pick him up further out on the court because, it, you know, to try to make him make his move a little early, you know, when he comes off the dribble. But, uh, you know, we, we had a decent matchup with him as with Ramon or Jordan guarding him. And, and uh, you know, he uh, he takes some deep threes. But, uh, you know, I tell you, Nick makes so many plays just on defense. You know, last night he had a steal and, you know, there in the open in the open court went laid it up and then, you know, in transition, you know, at one time he got loose on a long one and, you know, he he can score the ball in a lot of different ways. Coach, you'd won five games in a row coming into last night. What had your team really been doing well during that five game winning streak to kind of get on the roll there for you? Well, we've just been playing pretty well together. You know, uh you know, we've had times where we've uh, you know, played pretty good defense and and uh, you know we just and and just taking care of the ball. I mean, we've had games where we've had uh, less than ten turnovers. Uh, we had a couple in that stretch where we had nine turnovers, and that's that's you know that's really taking care of the ball here. You know, in high school basketball. Who stepped up the game for you last night and uh, had a good performance for you on the court? Well, Ramon Cuevas by far. You know, he had twenty eight last night and and just really, really was a presence inside and. And, uh, you know, he had a tremendous basketball game. We talked about Ramon and uh, uh, throughout the course of the season. It seems like he's having a special season for you. Is that the case? He is. He, You know, he missed two games there over Christmas with uh, fighting the flu. And, you know, and then we come back there earlier in the week, and he's kind of been down. We, uh, we've been kind of fighting that. We've had, we had four out of our 13 kids were dressed last night that wouldn't, wouldn't there. But we had our first six, so. Uh, you know, we've kind of been fighting that uh, that illness deal here with the with the Blue Devils for the last week or so. Coach Kevin Thomas of the Jackson County Blue Devils, our guest this morning on the High School Playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, during the week also, you got a big district win over Monterey back earlier in the week. Uh, what was it that went on in that game and a good 19-point win for your team? It was, uh, you know, the first half. Randolph really had a good first half. He had 14 and uh, you know, for us, Trey Manette, he uh, he uh, he had 16 of ours. So those two kids really played well the first half. But we come out and changed defense a little bit, and and held Randolph to six in the second half, and we were able to make some shots and, and pulled away. But uh, it was a it was a really good battle. Big, you know, we've had two physical games here in a row. I thought both games were really physical. The Associated Press poll came out this week. Jackson County ranked number three in the state. How did your players react to that when they got the news that the, the, the poll had them ranked number three? Well, just to be honest with you, we didn't even mention it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think it's so early in the year, we didn't. Uh, I didn't mention it, and I didn't hear them talk about it because, you know, I told them, you know, we, we, we just need to take it one game at a time and not get caught up in that stuff. That's... Uh, because that's how you can let your guard down and, you know, and, and you know that everybody's coming after you when they see that stuff. You know, you're going to get everybody's best shot. So, uh, you know, I told them that, you know, we just need to play one game at a time and take care of our business. As a coach, do you kind of find that that can be a distraction if your players are kind of buying into that and, and see that ranking and kind of puff their chest a little bit? Can you find that can be distracting? I think you know I've over the I've done this a long time and have teams ranked in the top of the state and and uh, you know at times I think it can be but I think the biggest issue is probably 
uh, outside of the basketball team. You know, in the dressing room, I don't think as much. But, you know, when you hear it from, you know, students and friends and parents and that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I told them it's way too early to be thinking about that. And, and we just need to keep building, trying to get better until February. We've got to improve between now and February. Now that you kind of dipped your toe in the district play a little bit, seen a couple of teams, how competitive do you think that the 5-2A is going to be this season? I, I really think it could be competitive. There's, you know, after playing Monterey, there's no doubt, you know, on the given night, they, 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 could, uh, they, they can play with us in York. Uh, I really and truly have not seen uh, Sequatchie and Bledsoe yet. You know, our game's getting postponed, and uh, we won't see Sequatchie till the end of next week. So, uh, you know, I really think it could be a really competitive league. Old man Winter seems like he's got his sights set on us here in Middle Tennessee in the Upper Cumberland yet again. Coach, you've got uh, your game, as you mentioned tonight, at Bledsoe's been postponed. And Monday, Smith County could be in jeopardy even Tuesday at uh, Red Boiling Springs. But if you do manage to get those games in Monday and Tuesday, uh, what do you want to see from your team as in terms of bouncing back from the loss last night? Well, you know, I told them we're going to get in the gym this morning because uh, I feel like getting in the gym would be the best thing for us to get over, you know, last night, you know, when the, uh, it was, it, you know, they, you could tell they were disappointed. And uh, I told them the best way to do that is to get back in the gym this morning, so we're going to do that. And, you know, our game with Bledsoe's postponed already. And uh, we went ahead and, and uh, moved the Smith County game to February the 7th, which is a big region matchup for us. Smith County's got a good basketball team, so we're going to move that game to the 7th. Uh, we hadn't really done anything with the red bowling game yet. We're hopeful to see what the temperature does all day Monday and see what we'll have Tuesday. But uh, the biggest thing for us is to get back in the gym this morning and get the ball in our hand and, and getting some shots up and get up down the court a little bit. Coach Kevin Thomas of the Jackson County Blue Devils are guests this morning in the high school playbook. Coach, we wish you the best moving forward. And uh, you got a great basketball team there. Looking forward to see what uh, happens with the Blue Devils throughout the rest of the season. Oh, well, we sure appreciate you all, and thank you, and we're looking forward to it, too. And I think it's going to be a great, great February here in Middle Tennessee uh, in the Upper Cumberland for sure. We'll talk some Upperman Lady Bees basketball with Coach Dana McWilliams and members of the Upperman basketball team when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, the high school playbook. Covering every school across the Upper Cumberland for you. One of the top games in the Upper Cumberland, if not the top game in the Upper Cumberland last night, took place at Livingston Academy as Livingston and Upperman battled in a top-five matchup in Class 3A. Livingston comes out with a 43-38 victory. Coach Dana McWilliams of the Upperman Lady Bees joining us this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, was it ever bit of the tough matchup that you expected going into the basketball game? Well, we knew it was going to be a great game. You know, any time that you go to Livingston, you know you're going to um, – have tough competition it was nice uh, there you know that the crowd atmosphere was pretty cool last night um and so we you know is it the game was you know as expected for us you and coach riddle are no strangers to one another you've uh, you've coached against one another in a lot of games are there any surprises at all when you two get together on the court not really i mean you know <laughs> it, it, every year we know um it's going to be great competition. Uh, Coach Riddle, you know, she's uh, one of the best coaches in the state, no doubt. And, uh, you know, they, they've been a little bit down the past few years. and uh, But, you know, she does such a good job with them. Uh, I, we, we knew what, what we were, you know, getting into. And I think, 
you know, this year for them. They're, they're a little bit different team. I think that, you know, they got a lot more depth than, than they've had in the past. Uh, but, I mean, you know, there, there's not a lot of secrets between uh, Coach Riddle and myself. And usually Upperman and Livingston see each other about three, four times a year yeah. on the basketball court, so even more familiarity there. Uh, Coach, during the game last night, early second quarter, I want to take you back. You're up six points, I think, at one point. Up, and Livingston calls a timeout. Did they do anything to change up kind of defensively that gave you some trouble there in that second quarter? Well, I think, honestly, for us, you know, we did um, – I think we were up seven. Um, we missed a, a couple free throws, a couple mm-hmm. little easy baskets, had a couple uh, waved off um, in that span, too. Right. Um, but I think, you know, I don't know if they did anything differently necessarily to change anything for us. I think we just uh, missed a couple – uh, opportunities that maybe we we should have cashed in on. Coach, you've had a lot of great teams at Upperman over the years. What what sets this team apart? Makes them special in your mind? Well, you know, we lost a, a lot from from last year, and I think people you know were doubting a little bit whether we would, you know, be be good. Maybe a down year for us or right. whatever. And, and what I've seen out of this team is just, you know, just keeping uh, that tradition that we have to you know go out and we're, we're going to play hard every single game right. and um that one thing that for them i think you know the the district's tough you know we've, we've moved up to to 3a and um i've just been really proud you know we're 15 and 3 we've lost to the number three team in the state at their place we lost to the number two team in the state at their place <laughs> right and then we lost uh, to white county uh, or all i guess within five points or less I guess you know and 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 our schedule's been tough and and what I've really uh enjoyed watching is is how they compete and how you know they they every challenge for them you know they they're going full speed ahead so hopefully you know good things will happen for us in the end what is the mindset that you preach that kind of carries on the tradition of upper and girls basketball well one thing is we we hope that you know we're always trying to out outwork everybody and um, making sure that we're we're always playing hard right making sure that we're really focused on on what's uh task at hand that the biggest thing for us is just to always compete and, and play hard we've got three players with us this morning we've got abigail johnson jay lacob and brooklyn crouch joining us and the ladies will get you up to the microphone here who's going to go first i know you're all anxious to get on the air we'll get brooklyn crouch the uh the uh, senior with us this morning brooklyn first of all what's it like uh, this being your senior season does it feel a little bit surreal to you uh, yes, it's all gone by super fast. Like I can't even explain how much fun I've had and just how it ju- it's just flown by and how much I'm going to miss it. It's crazy. Do you find yourself being a leader on and off the court? And if so, how do you embrace that leadership role? Uh, I do. I'm the oldest person on the team. Uh, uh, I, I can see that the younger girls, we have a lot of younger girls this year. I can tell that they all kind of look up to me and I always try to be a good example for them what is it like to be an upperman lady b what does that mean to you um I think it's a a big deal because uh, we have a very good program and so getting to come in and play is a kind of a big blessing and uh, a big role to fill and uh, I just take a lot of pride in it when your team is kind of down what, what are some things that maybe you do to kind of help build them back up? Uh, I just try to stay positive and uh, definitely build everybody up, try to uh, encourage everyone and just try – I always try to keep my uh, attitude positive so everybody else can kind of feed off of that. What 
can this team accomplish or what would you like to accomplish as a team before the season's over? Uh, I think we can accomplish whatever we want as long as we keep working hard. I just think we can make it all the way. We just got to keep working hard and stay together as a team. We'll get Jayla Cobb up next. And, uh, Jayla, what is it that stands out about this basketball team that you really like about it? Um, well, we have, have like, two, uh, Bella and Gracie and uh, Emma. They, like, kind of unexperienced, but they are doing so good. And um, I'm just really proud of them. And then all of that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jayla, what is it like going in night in and night out? Upperman has such a big tradition that it seems like there's probably always a target on your back. Teams are, you're going to get their best shot when they come in to play Upperman. What, what does that do for this team? How does the team respond to that? Um, I mean, it makes you feel good when, when they, like, when, if people, like, if they beat you, then they act like they win the state championship. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I don't, it's just. <laughs> your, your individual game, how far do you feel like your game has come going back to your freshman season up until now? Um, well, my freshman and sophomore year, I mean, um, it was a lot different because we had, like, a lot of great players, but. Um, I've had to step up this year and like cover a really big role and help be a leader. And what's something that Coach McWilliams is always preaching, always emphasizing in practice, always emphasizing in a game that really sticks out? Is there one one thing that really she's always talking about? Um, next play, like we mess up, just try and forget about it. Next play, keep going. All right, Abigail Johnson will get you up next. And, uh, Abigail, one thing I noticed in your game in particular last night, you've got double teams all the time. It seems like there's always somebody doubling down on you, and you do such a phenomenal job in the low post. What, what's, how, how do you approach that when you know teams are probably going to double down on you from time to time? Well, to be honest, I really don't really think about it. <laughs> so when I get it, I'm just like, I'm going to take it to the basket because in my mindset, I'm going to I'm tell myself that nobody can stop me from getting to the basket. And then I have such great teammates that can get in there to me at the right time and just they get it, they they put it right where I need it. So, so that helps me in the first place, just getting it to me where I can make a good move or I can do something, just do anything with the ball. And then if I do get triple teamed, I, I know that I have confidence in my teammates outside that I can pass it back out and they can knock down anything that I pass that back out to them. Abigail, what is special about this team off the court? Is there a close relationship there, maybe one element that brings everybody together? Everybody really clings together really good. Like, we all like each other, and I guess we can tolerate each other really good. So that's a plus. That's always good when you get along with each other. That's, <laughs> yeah. that, that always kind of stands out. Talk about the growth in your individual game and how far you've come since you began as a freshman at Upperman High School. Well, I've had really good coaches to help me, and, like, we – we try to, I try to improve my game every year. Like, I try to shoot more, drive to the basket. But, like, I just have great coaches around me that surround me and just help me learn every year a new, a new part of my game. Abigail, from your perspective, how far can this team go this year? We can, get any, we can go and do anything that we want to do when we all work together. Like, I don't, like, anything that's put in our way, I think we can overcome it. All right, next go-round against Livingston. I'll ask any one of the three what's going to happen next time. What what will be the goal next go-round? <laughs> <laughs> I think Brooklyn's going to take this one. But <laughs> or? or <laughs> good, good. Um, I just think that uh, 
we need to focus more next time. And I think if we keep our turnovers low and uh, play together and keep our heads up and be tough and strong, I think we can get the win. All right, ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Coach, I'm going to come back to you. And uh, let, let's go back to district one more time. Y'all been, y'all been in 8AA, which has just been a dogfight for years. Now you're going to 7-3A. Let's bring in White County and Cumberland County and Stone. And do you feel like the district's even tougher this year? You know, I, I don't know if you could ever think it was tougher than what we've been, <laughs> but I, it, it possibly could be, yeah. you know, that – we, we have uh, seven teams in our district. They're all uh, traditionally very strong girls basketball. They have uh, excellent coaches. There's not there's not one game you can go in and say, well, you know, it's yeah. kind of going to be easy. It's not the, the coaches here are really unbelievable and in, in what they do and how they prepare and and just the atmosphere. It, it's a lot of fun in, in Upper Cumberland. You know, just going and every game's a big game and. And, you know, it's challenging, yeah. but it's tough, but it's actually what makes it fun. Well, you, you say it. It is challenging. It, you never die. And, and the atmosphere in the Upper Cumberland, Coach, I know you coach at one of the schools where the gym is packed every night. People come out to watch girls' basketball in the Upper Cumberland. That makes it really special in my eyes. You know, I guess almost every group that, that I have, I tell them, you, don't, don't take for granted what you – where you get to play and who you get who you get to play against, you know. There's many teams that are, are really good teams that play in front of no one, and here it means a lot to all the communities. It means a lot to all the people, and I think you know you, you can never take that for granted. It's just a really special environment that these kids, not just at our school, but mm-hmm. in the Upper Cumberland, uh, get to experience, and um, it's it's really a special time for them. Coach Dana McWilliams of the Upperman Lady Bees joining us this morning with uh, players. Abigail Johnson, Jayla Cobb, Brooklyn Crouch. Ladies, thank you all for joining and us. And we got morning. Alexis Phipps. Here Alexis too. Phipps she came was in our late. Competitor last night. Yeah, she was. She's, yeah. <laughs> but we love her. We love her. So, uh, we, yeah, we're, we're, uh, th- that's another fun thing about you know here you, you, the competition. Obviously, we we all want to win. Yeah. You know, and when and when the game's on, but afterwards they're friends, and it, it's it's special. I love to see that camaraderie. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic. Coach, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Coach Dana McWilliams of the Upperman Lady Bees. We'll be back with more from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive at Cookville. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook continues. Meet the athletes in your backyard. UCSportsNation.com Unfortunately, COVID still remains an issue in pertaining to high school sports. And no team in the region may be more impacted by that right now than the Warren County Pioneers playing shorthanded last night. The Pioneers come up on the short end of a 50-28 to score against Coffee County in a District 4A clash. Coach Chris Sullins joins us via telephone this morning on the high school playbook. Coach, I know you won't use COVID as an excuse, of course, but how much did it play a role in the loss to Coffee County last night? Well, uh, Coffee County, you know, I mean, they, they played extremely well in the second half. It, you know, we were 16-16 going into halftime. Uh, you know, we struggled to score the basketball, but we we, we do have, uh, like last night, uh, we started, we've got six varsity players right now, and we brought some JV kids up to play. We, I think we counted up. We've got uh, probably our top eight kids. Uh, we've got five that are out uh, <laughs> with wow. COVID right now. So it's, uh, it's, it's, been a, it's, it's, an, it's been an issue this week, and, and we're just hoping we can get back healthy here pretty quick. Coach, I know that has to affect your routine all the way around, from practice and everything. I mean, 
Is there anything that you kind of do different, especially when you're bringing JV players up? I know they're familiar with the system, but getting them ready for a full-time varsity game, what do you do to kind of prepare for that? If I had if I had a better answer for that, uh, then we, we would probably play a little bit better. I mean, <laughs> you're telling them Thursday afternoon when you're counting numbers and you say you've only got six varsity players that basically can, uh, you know, that, that are ready to play, you're, you're just you're just saying, hey, we're going to put you in uniform and it's next man up. And, and I, you know, I think our kids played extremely hard. And, you know, we take nothing away from that. I mean, our kids gave gave effort to, uh, like, 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 like they do every night. I mean, our kids really play hard. There's no doubt about it. But uh, uh, asking them to come into a varsity game, you know, uh, uh, with, with a rival like coffee and, and ask them to perform at a level that uh, that you'll have to to, to to win a basketball game like that. Uh, it, it, it's a hard ask when uh, you know it's the first time they've been, been in those kind of lights. And I think what happened last night. I mean, we just got fatigued. I mean, I, you know, we told our, our point guard last night, who is probably uh, when we look at it, he's a two weeks ago he was our third string point guard. Wow. You're telling him hey, you're going to play 32 minutes. Uh, because we don't have a backup right now, <laughs> that, that's that's a tough ask. That no excuses whatsoever. Uh, but but because hey, they want that opportunity, and they were given that opportunity. But it was uh, you know it, it's been a, it's been a trying week uh, for us, uh, and we just hope we can get through some of this. Uh, you know maybe by this time next week or the week after. Coach, still down on numbers though. You mentioned at the half, it's sixteen sixteen. Seems like your defense was playing exceptionally well there in the first half. What uh, what did you come away from the first half of basketball action thinking about your team's performance? Well, you know, we, we were excited about where we were at. It was 16-16. to 16. We thought we would have to keep it in the 40s because we had kind of, you know, as coaches, you uh, you do the huddle situation. You look at it and you kind of figure out where, where our point total is going to be. And, and we knew that we probably weren't going to be able to put 55 to 60 on the board. So we felt pretty good at 16 16. I don't think we had a transition bucket all night long. That's one reason we, we didn't didn't have a transition bucket. We told them we were not going to push the basketball. We were going to try to slow the pace down. Uh, in the half court set, uh, we just, you know, I, we, we kind of executed what we wanted to do in the first half. They come down to making shots, and I think we had eight field goals made last night total. So that was a that was a tough uh, it's a tough pill to swallow because if somebody tells you in a 28 minute basketball or a 32 minute basketball game you're going to score eight field goals, regardless of our twos or threes, you know uh, that you you know it's going to be it's going to be tough. Uh, got to the free throw line a little bit, but just didn't have enough offense. For them. Warren County coach Chris Sullins is our guest on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, before the game last night, you, you mentioned you were dealing with COVID, but we've also dealt with the weather. Looks like another round of weather is coming in as well. How difficult does that make it for you to kind of, you want to get into a rhythm in mid-January. You've got district play going on, and honestly, we're a month out from postseason, how difficult with all these elements working against you is it to kind of get into the kind of flow you want to get into in mid-January? Well, it's been difficult this year based on, we, we, you know, I mean, this makes our eighth year at Warren County. And, and for seven years, we've just not had these, you know, these kind of issues. We've been healthy. Uh, you know, I mean, things have cooperated, I guess. And uh, that's why I'm not, you're not going to hear me complain because somebody tells you, 
in 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 an eight year cycle, you go through one of these years, uh, then, then that's kind of that's kind of expected, so to speak. I think it is very difficult for a lot of basketball teams because, you know, the weather moving in. You know, we've had to we postponed today against Stone. Uh, you know, we're going to try to do that next Saturday. But if you look at the weather, if it moves in. Uh, the way they, they say it is, it, I think you'll have a lot of postponements come Tuesday. You know, a lot of teams won't be on the practice floor Monday. So it's, it's just very tough. But but that being said, every team in the Upper Cumberland is pretty much dealing with the same thing. It's not like that, uh, you know, they're predicting eight inches of snow for us and they're predicting that uh, White County is going to, you know, have uh, you know, sunny weather in 75. So everybody deals with it. It, it, it is tough because you just got to rearrange practices and, and, and you know you're trying to look for dates, and nobody wants to play. You know nobody wants to play three district games in a week, and nobody wants to make games up right before, right after this. Thing. You know it, it's just difficult when it comes to uh, how this thing works. But it's it's the hand that we've been dealt, so we've got to deal with it and see if we can make the most of it. You mentioned tonight's game of Stone Memorial postponed. That looks you, that gets you a look ahead to Tuesday and your next district opponent, Franklin County. Weather permitting, what do you know about the the Franklin County basketball team? They're a long, athletic uh, basketball team that is very improved. Uh, you know, Coach Holt uh, has done a really, really good job. I think when I look at it, they look like the best team in the district right now. Uh, you know, we've got to go to their place, which. Right now, maybe a good thing. Maybe we put them on, put our kids on the bus, and kind of get them away from Warren County, where you know everybody's asking them questions about you know with all the kids that are out and injured and sick. Uh, you know, uh, we just got to get back on the practice floor and, and try to get better for, as far as our basketball team. I mean, we're, we're, we're just not scoring the basketball to rate that will uh, will allow you to win basketball games. But I do think Franklin County is going to be a tough ask for our basketball team. When I, when I look at it, when you look at it on paper, I mean, they're, 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 they're a little bit better than we are right now. So we, we, we'll have to we'll have to play extremely well to win a basketball game. Warren County coach Chris Ellens has been our guest on the High School Playbook. Coach, get the team healthy, and uh, hopefully we'll see some better basketball. Hopefully this weather gets out of here. We can see some uh, normal routine and normal basketball. We wish you the best moving forward. We do appreciate we appreciate all you guys do for not only Warren County basketball, but for every, all the high school athletes here in this upper coming. We appreciate what you guys do. We'll wrap it up from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Buffaloes and Blue Devils and Bulldogs. We've got your team covered. The high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Four games are scheduled for tonight, or I should say were scheduled for tonight. Two of those we know of has been postponed. Cumberland County and Clark Range has postponed their game, as has Warren County and Stone Memorial. In fact, that girls' game will not be made up. The Warren County and Stone Memorial boys have rescheduled that game for later in the month. Monterey is also scheduled to play at Smith County tonight. Van Buren County at uh, White County. Some makeup games due to the weather. Monday night, well, we'll say weather permitting. A lot of snow in the forecast, but we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. But coming up on Monday, it's Clark Range at Oneida, Macon County at DeKalb County. Smith County plays at Jackson County. And Sequatchie County in a makeup game at York Institute. Tuesday night, back to district play. The highlight of the schedule on Tuesday, Pickett County and Clay County. What the boys game that's been highly anticipated, the first meeting 
was postponed due to the weather, and they're scheduled to get together on Tuesday night for the first time this season. Also should make for a great girls game. Two teams ranked in the top five in the state of Tennessee, as well as two boys teams who are ranked in the top five. Other games coming up Tuesday night, Mount Juliet is at Cookville. Clark Range will play at Gordonsville. White County at Cumberland County. DeKalb County will be hosting Upperman. Jackson County at Red Boiling Springs. Stone Memorial at Livingston Academy. Monterey at York Institute. Van Buren County at Grundy County. And Warren County at Franklin County. We'll recap those games and look ahead to the Friday night matchups during the Thursday night edition of the High School Playbook, which you can hear on Sports Radio 104.7 Thursday night at 6 p.m. Just got word that the Monterey-Smith County game is still on for today. They will move that game up to 2 o'clock this afternoon, the doubleheader at Smith County. want to thank our guests for joining us today, Dana McWilliams, Abigail Johnson, Jayla Cobb, and Brooklyn Crouch from Upperman High School, Josh Hurd, the Cookville Boys head coach, Pickett County girls coach Brent Smith, Kevin Thomas of the Jackson County Blue Devils, Warren County head basketball coach Chris Sullins, and check out our interview with DeKalb County Lady Tiger head basketball coach Danny Fish online at ucsportsnation.com. For Will Hearn, our studio producer, and Franklin McCarthy here on site, for the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed, added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close, Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now, ucsportsnation.com.